When you look into Discover Student Loans, what you see might surprise you. We can help cover your college costs, don't charge you fees, and give you cash rewards for good grades. Ready to apply? Visit discoverstudentloans.com. Limitations apply. Three, two, one. Never has there been a better time to be alive in human history. If you're not feeling it, you must discover why. Join Matthew Bolton in developing and applying a framework of objective optimism toward a flourishing life of meaning, health, and happiness. Here's your host, Matthew Bolton. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Mr. Brightside. I'm Matthew Bolton. Mr. Brightside's not only about personally empowering ideas and perspectives, but also about all things awesome. It's about inspiration, elation, passion, fun. And today, I'm going to share a song that makes my chest inflate like a balloon to where my feet seem to float from the ground and carry me along the road when I'm running, or nearly levitates the car along the highway if I'm driving and singing or screaming along. Of course, the perspective and ideas, the meat of this show for you to take away, are going to come through as we elaborate on the lyrics and the overall themes, but it's the experience of the song as a whole that I also want to share. Please stick with me here and see whether you might take the same things out of it. You're at worst going to come away with a great song and album recommendation, and you might find yourself a new band to love. Now in music, the primary thing is the music. The sounds seem to speak directly to our soul. We either take to a song or we don't. We feel excited, inspired, bored, sad light, etc., depending on the sounds of the music. It seems directly emotional, bypassing reason, yet the process must obey the nature of emotions, which is that after perceiving something, we identify and evaluate it before we feel. Now this happens in an instant, mind you, but nonetheless, in this way, our emotions are flash readouts of ideas that we already hold. But without clear concepts and musical sounds, what is there to identify and then evaluate? Yet we respond. And many people report similar emotional responses to the same music, so there's something there that we ought to be able to vocabularize more precisely. In the meantime, I suppose we're left only with Spinal Tap's Nigel Tufnell to say that he always finds D minor is really the saddest of all keys. I don't know why, but it makes people weep instantly. Now, I don't, that's not a very good accent, but of course I go ahead and do it for you. I always put myself out there for you on this show. In any case, uh, at, mu- at, at present, uh, music is a very uh, big mystery in many respects. And while a piece of music can lift or calm us, depress or relate us, regardless of lyrics, music that does contain lyrics, which are the clearly conceptual aspects of such pieces, when those lyrics speak to something important to the listener, the song gets elevated to another level. And I'm going to present one such song today, but before I do, let me disclaim that it's not to say that this is the best song ever or something. Uh, I just happen to be enjoying this one more often these days, and have recently heard some things that speak to me more profoundly than they did when I first enjoyed the song. I fortunately have many such songs that I love in this way, as I expect most people do, and it's not necessarily that any one is better than another to present to you. But you can only talk about one thing at a time, and for today, I'm going to really enjoy elaborating on My Morning Jacket's Securital from their 2011 uh, album, wait for it, Securital. Um, Before we get into particular sets of lyrics, I'll say broadly that two overarching themes are evident to me in this song, and which are relevant to each of us as individuals, integration and time. Moreover, as we go along, I'll want to comment on the energy and sound of the music itself, the singing, the passion. If you're at all familiar with My Morning Jacket, you'll know that Jim James has a distinct and clear voice that defies categorization and adds so much to the music that I've often panicked to imagine sometimes that it was just a decent but normal voice singing these songs and how much would be lost. 
I'm going to stay away from technical analysis as not to embarrass myself, but I can say that the musicians in this band are tight. And there's always something in an MMJ song that I somehow recognize from somewhere. It seems simple enough, yet I've never quite heard it like this before. They do it to me every time. A unique band, no doubt, with a unique sound. Now let's get on with Securital. The song starts out with a soft kick drum pulse, accompanied by a soft little guitar riff that together indicates some kind of perpetual motion, a consistent, repetitive machine. And if I want to go grand right from the start, I might say that this is the underlying and indestructible energy that runs through the universe and all life. It goes on and on infinitely, regardless of anything surrounding it or participating within it. It is inevitable, relentless, and eternal. And then he starts in with the quiet lyrics in that indescribable voice of his. He says, Spinning out, gracefully. Going nowhere, quickly. Now, this first describes many lives in our modern world, I think. The reason we listen to shows like Mr. Brightside and seek advice and ideas on health, finances, career, productivity, and general well-being is that people often feel like time is moving along quickly, and while we find ourselves at a new stage in our lives, yet we feel like we haven't progressed very much. This is peculiar to our modern world, as I say, because, as I always say, that never has there been a better time to be alive in human history, I mean that human beings have never had a better opportunity to live securely and happily in peace and prosperity. But like with any progress, as one problem is solved, that solution produces new, albeit better, problems. And our problems today are those of dealing with too many choices. Not too long ago, people had only to worry about survival, and many on the planet still do today, unfortunately. Morality in this way was somewhat built in. You obeyed reality or you perished. Today, we can indulge in all sorts of irrationalities and evasions and still live on a material level better than any past people. But our souls are left barren. Amidst all this abundance, we can still feel scarcity. But more than just a scarcity of the soul, that our moral purpose is unclear when mere surviving is so easy now, there is even a feeling of material scarcity. But I think this one is a relative issue and a mere misperception as we compare to others and fail to appreciate the spectacular wealth we do have. That's why I promote optimism against this, in my view, baffling pessimism. In any case, whatever the cause is, Many of us feel at times that our tires are spinning out as we work harder and with more urgency, yet are going nowhere. This is what is also known in part as the rat race. He adds that we're doing so quickly, which speaks to the time element, and that our time on earth is limited, and we must figure this out before too long if we want to enjoy this glorious opportunity we all have before us. And of course, this is a good time before we go on to add that Jim James, the songwriter, might, and very often will, intend something very different from the lyrics than my interpretation. Here, for instance, he might just be describing some kind of circuit which is graceful as it spins out, yet goes nowhere, in that a circuit must return to itself, effectively not advancing while never stopping. But I like to think of these things as applied to my life and the world around me. And of course, we're all welcome to think of lyrics in any terms we please. This is part of the pleasure of poetry, or any artwork, that different people take different things away from it. I'm reminded in this context of Jeff Tweedy's lyric from Wilco's What Light, speaking to an artist, he says... And if the whole world's singing your songs and all of your paintings have been hung, just remember what was yours is everyone's from now on. Well, Securital has become mine, and I'm sharing what it is to me today. So let us go on. He continues softly. I am older day to day, but still going back to my childhood way. So the I am older day to day speaks back to the idea that time marches on regardless of what we've done or haven't done. And the question is only whether we've grown in wisdom, ability, uh, emotionally, and in the self-esteem and dignity that comes with that. Unfortunately, many people don't find that growth. 
Instead, they hold the same ideas they held when they were younger and revert to similar patterns. When I find myself doing this, I want to ask challenging questions to help me realign myself to the evolved values I've come to hold, discovering what old ideas are still stunting my growth process and bring me back to my childhood way, and then how I might break or revise them so I can live up to and express my adult way, if you will. Now, as to the music at this point in the song, after those lines, they tease us as they strum out a new little riff that seems to be picking up to something faster and louder, and they get it up, but then they take it away and bring it back down along the same quiet path. So they're still bumping along with that mesmerizing kick drum and guitar riff, and he's still singing softly and calmly now. Sukiratal, round and round, patiently, getting lost by the guide, and I am all worked up over nothing. As people are going round and round, they are patiently looking for answers as to why we should be spinning out and moving nowhere when there is so much unprecedented opportunity. As voiceover guy says on the intro to this show, if you're not feeling it, you must discover why. But the people who are supposed to be leaders, who are supposed to have the answers, offering us guidance on this, the academics, intellectuals, religious leaders, artists, politicians, public figures, business or other, constantly peddle pessimism and fear. We are worked up for no good reason. I don't deny or discount real suffering in the world, and there is plenty, but we must be objective. And given the full context, looking at both sides, I think life is clearly more good than bad for the overwhelming majority of people most of the time, at least in countries where people have time to listen to podcasts. And we are scared and pessimistic about effectively nothing. And then when I think of that idea that I'm worked up over nothing, I hear those lines and I go, yeah, I'm worked over over nothing. While I feel some resentment at those who peddle the constant catastrophe and perpetual panic, I instead choose an optimistic interpretation and that I need not be worked up. It's nothing. They're deceiving me. And then I mostly feel a sense of peace and then a sense of excitement to know that life is good. Yeah, I'm worked up over nothing. In that moment, I enjoy my run that much more as the sun shines down on me and my feet bounce along the pavement. And that exuberance and airiness are helped along immensely by the music at this point. As those last lines are spoken, I'm all worked up over nothing, a guitar chord strums down, and then up and down with that same riff as earlier, the one that makes us feel a pickup in the music coming again. Only this time, they bring it all the way up and they give it to us. And from that moment, when the drums, rocking guitar, and the buoyant bass come in, I tell you, they bring it to some kind of celebratory and joyful level, and then they don't let go of you for four full minutes. This is among the easiest four minutes of my running that I ever do. I can't feel fatigued at all in spite of the fact that I also pick up pace. And after that intro to the new energy and tempo of the song, contrasting the quiet and calm delivery of all the opening lines, he practically bellows these ones as though he's singing up and out to the clouds or something. He's like, circuits, I mean, I'm not going to sing it, but he says, circuits, all running out, connect my body deep into the ground. Circuits, connect the earth to the moon, and link our heavenly bodies not a moment too soon. And I really can't describe how he's singing these, by the way, as I'm only reading them, and it would be far too embarrassing to attempt anything close, but I tell you, it wouldn't matter what he was saying or even what language. You would just feel good about it. You would feel that he's singing something he loves and is enjoying. Um, But to the meaning of them, I think these lines emphasize connection and that we must seek integration in all things, including ourselves. I feel a sense of grandeur in the world and in human beings when I hear these lyrics. Human beings are two parts, body and mind, or matter and spirit, or soul, if you like. When he first talks of circuits which connect his body deep into the ground, he is speaking of the material world, that we have a specific nature which is grounded in reality, including this good earth upon which we live. When he speaks of circuits that connect the earth to the moon, 
He is further describing material reality, only creating a more intergalactic setting for human beings. Jim James himself, in a brief comment on the song I allowed myself to listen to, refers to a strange void from which human beings and all living things are born. And with this perspective, the lyrics say that those same circuits also link our heavenly bodies. So for me, heavenly implies consciousness, the non-material component of human beings, what is called the soul, spirit, or the mind, that combined with matter, which is our physical bodies, makes up all human beings. In short, there are circuits that connect us materially to all things in this world, and other circuits that connect and make us part of the life force or energy that runs through all life. And these circuits indicate that there is an integration to it all and that there are requirements to maintain and develop both fundamental aspects of our being. If we want to thrive physically, we must identify and obey the nature of our bodies and the world around us. If we want to thrive spiritually, we must do the same. It's not by accident that we achieve sound mental health. And it's not a coincidence that we become anxious or depressed or mentally unhinged if we attempt to live by unreason. Even in that term there, when we refer to people as being mentally unhinged, unhinged from what? We mean that such a person is disconnected from reality. Their circuits are disconnected. We must seek integration with ourselves to reality and integrity within our own souls. And of course, as this deep idea is expressed, the music is pure joy and an outpouring of enthusiasm. As he goes on to the next lines, he practically shouts, yet with that pleasantly smooth and exhilarating voice he's got, You can fling open the windows, or you can board them up. Satan's jeweled crown, or Christ's humble cup. I'll do this one briefly. Simply put, you can share what you're about, or you can hide it. And whether you're religious or not now, Satan and Christ are here just a shorthand for good and evil. So it's give in to evil and vice or choose and stand up for the good. But why would anyone choose the former? Why hide what one believes to be good? Well, Jim James answers. He says, you think you'll find yourself out there, out in the lion's den, in some bloody battle over belief systems. And for me when I hear that, it's just fear of the mob. And it's not all wrong or unfounded to fear the mob. There have been true bloody battles throughout history fought over ideas. And there is a war of ideas today. And I can't resist here referring to Andrew Bird's song, Bloodless. Speaking of this cultural war, his smooth jazzy line is, bloodless for now. And already today, it's not totally bloodless. Some people are getting angrier and think violence is justified because of perceived injustices and the evil of some ideas. So there is an existential threat in some cases on some level. But I think for most people, more than just fear of actual physical harm, it's more just a fear of unpopularity and what others will think of you, of being canceled or ostracized for failing to conform to the herd. And so we hide, as Jim James sings, or disappear into the vacuum, total neutrality, where you can't lose nothing, but nothing can be gained. This is a really big idea here. In some cases, we abandon ideas altogether, standing back on any issue with the hope that it will keep us safe from any hate either way. On a societal level, this only serves to betray the good and empower the evil, who are typically some loud and bullying minority. And so worse than just not gaining anything, one actually does lose. Innocent bystanders can be hurt. Innocent civilians get annihilated in war. But evil is only emboldened to the point of attack when the good is silent for long enough in an attempt to appear neutral. Pessimism is a default to fill the vacuum left by a lack of optimism. It is not a proposition. Evil is anti-things, not for anything. And that can only gain apparent potency when there is no opposition and the good allows itself to be consumed. We don't need to chime in on all things and on things we don't understand, but yet we need to live, to choose, and to act. And on a personal level, we can't be neutral about our own lives. The idea of playing safe and not putting ourselves out there for fear of what people will think 
leaves us without the prospect of progressing. And while it's true that we can't apparently lose anything, it's not fully true that we will stay where we are and be happy. Life is a process. If we're not progressing, we're regressing. Stagnation is death. If the body's organs stop moving, they are dead. This is true with all growth. If we don't grow intellectually, spiritually, emotionally, etc., we default on what nature demands. We go back to, or never leave, our childhood way. Most of the state of our world today, and many people's mental health, is the result of trying to stay put and keep things just as they are in this apparently secure moment. Don't rock the boat. But nature will tell. The circuits move, and we can't attempt to avoid moving with them. As Jim James tells us, still singing his heart out, Well, any way you cut it, we're just spinning round, out on the circuit, over the hollowed ground. You know, people are cynical toward any passion about living today. Life seemed grand and heroic, albeit miserable, in some past eras, but cynics ridicule our modern world, with its ease of living, as meaningless and trite. I did refer to that phenomenon earlier, but I repeat that this is not the necessary result of our existential circumstance, but precisely our view of it. For my optimistic view, life is hallowed, holy, venerated, sacred, and we have no choice about its nature, only whether we choose to recognize and obey its nature or not. Regardless of one's wishes, if you're alive, you're out there on the circuit like everyone else, and you must either seek to flourish or perish. Life demands that we act and move forward if we choose to live. I mean, there is a kind of living death, some middle stage of existence that is possible to people, especially given the miracles of modern science, industry, and business, but relative to what ought to be hallowed ground, this is a shameful existence. He goes on, and remember, he's really belting this stuff out. Out on the circuit, over the hallowed ground, ending up in the same place that we started out. Right back in the same place, right back in the same place that we started out. In my view, it is shameful if we end up only where we started out. Unfortunately, many are scared to assert themselves, their beliefs, their passions, etc., for fear of disapproval, as we've said. And for that, we find ourselves stuck. To get unstuck, we have to put ourselves out there, engage with people, ideas, and new experiences. We'll either discover where we connect with them or where we can learn something. But to keep it hidden for any irrational fear is a waste of a life, and that is a moral crime in my view, and a tragedy. This is not to say it's easy, it's only to say that it's true. And the more we are reminded and convinced of it, the easier it is to not give up about what others think and to create a life lived loudly and proudly in the image of our values. But it requires critical and objective thinking on what is true in the world around us and honest reflection as to what our choices are actually doing to us. As to the music at this point, he holds that final note over several bars, essentially shouting it out, almost as if rebelling at the idea that ending up in the same place that we started out. And then after just a slight hesitation, they kick off an enduring rocking out, going on with the passionate strumming and bass, and then with a searching and rising guitar solo throughout. Pretty much guitar takes it all the way, all the way home. And then when it gets there, it all crashes to an end. And then after that crescendo, it rolls back to that quiet, calm, pulsating kick drum and guitar riff that we heard at the beginning of the song. Now, sometimes I wish the song would just end off on that crash and then let me bring myself back down in my own way and in my own time. But I can appreciate that it is too perfect for the theme, that it must return to the starting point to connect the circuit. And as we go off with this riff, uh, this, that kind of calm one, pulsating one, Jim James kind of wails or chants off into the void along with it and ends the song definitively with a peculiar uh, whisper that seems to leave us hanging in space. Now, I don't want to attempt to do it here, so like most of what I'm talking about in regard to the music and the singing, you'll have to hear it for yourself. But for me, that whisper is the close of a single circuit, which is the end of an individual life. 
and meanwhile, the greater circuit of all existence goes on, inevitably, eternally. And that's it for now. Before I say a final word, let me say that I would appreciate comments or questions. Do you know this song? What's your take on any aspect of it? What other songs express themes like these or speak to you in some important way? You can share with me in the comments section or on the Mr. Brightside Facebook page, facebook.com slash matthewbolton.ca. Thank you for that. And I'll also thank you to please share this episode with anyone you think might enjoy it, or just at large if you prefer. You never know who might take to an idea found within. More thanks on that, everyone. Now, as to this song, Securital, I just love it more and more as I gain experience in the world and as my ideas and perspectives evolve. I highly recommend listening to the song, of course, but I might have to insist on volume. On some earphones or in a car, in a room in the house where you're free to blast it, I defy you not to feel the excitement as it takes hold of you at that first pickup and doesn't let go for those four exhilarating minutes. And more, the album as a whole is a winner. And there are many songs on there I love in themselves for many reasons. But Securital moves me unlike all the others. And I want to leave you now with a final thought on it, particularly on a more optimistic interpretation of the final lines about ending up in the same place that we started out. I said it was shameful to end up where one started, if we take it to mean that we have not grown in any meaningful way after a life merely survived but not lived. But taken in a more cosmic way, it's true that we must end up in the same place we started out. It might be fun to hear now from the songwriter himself on this point, so here's a clip of Jim James. You know, just humans or any living being, we're all born from this strange void that nobody knows what it is. People can try to label it with different religious mm-hmm. overtones and try and guess and stab at it, but you really don't know. Nobody knows. And we all are out on the circuit doing our things, doing our lives all over the world and, and you know, or other galaxies or whatever. And then you got to return to the void. You know, nobody knows where it is. So you're, everybody has to complete the same circuit. And I was kind of thinking about that in a in a miniature way, like, you know, no matter how different you are or similar you are, your friends, your enemies, your neighbors, your, you know, like everybody, that you don't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a living being on this planet, you've got to complete this this circuit that, that everybody has to do. That's pretty cosmic. <laughs> <laughs> Taken like that, it can be encouraging in that we have no choice in it. The only thing we have is to choose what we are going to do with the time that is given us. It is hallowed ground and a sacred privilege to be alive. What are you going to do with your glorious and limited time out on the circuit, which includes today, right now? I'll see you guys next time. Mr. Brightside, your time out to refresh, refuel, and refocus your mind and energy toward building an optimistic framework for flourishing. Life is good. It's up to you to choose the bright side. 